Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Taz, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end up on a two-hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the bad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. Yo, what's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy, Dev Mack, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers, B. Austin and Jimmy the Blueprint. The first round of the NBA playoffs are underway, and, yo, dudes are getting the bag ahead of next week's NFL draft. Uh, Me and B. Austin are on location again at Youth Sports Activities. So this week's War Room briefing will be even more brief. But y'all know, you know, we, we care about our, our fans and supporters, so we got to give y'all something. Um, so Jimmy's going to hold down the studio right now. But y'all sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready. In the stew. Bust it up again for a few minutes with your brothers in the war room. Episode 676 starts right now. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 20 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. What up, fam, bam? How y'all, man? Man, you chilling. You know what I mean? Watching these NBA playoffs. Yo, playoffs? I'm out here getting my life playoffs? destroyed by this, this high pollen count. It's crazy in these streets. <laughs> and these... These these sports pollen filled park bench type streets. So what you be? Man, I'm out here doing pretty much the same. You know, my entire life is a lackey to my children. Yeah, lackey the so far. What we do? Pay for this. Need that. About it. That's about it. All right. So yeah, look, man. Awesome. Before we get started, we just gotta remind y'all that whether you're with us live or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows. On the War Room Sports Podcast Network, you can do that at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. There's never an excuse to miss an episode. I got proof. I actually listened to one of our episodes today on Spotify. So look, you can listen to Tissue and the Tape, the Broad Street Line, Superstars, John Appetit, On the Couch with the Wilsons, and of course, the War Room at any podcast platform of your choice. So uh, let's get right into these hot topics, man. War Room family, you know what it is. Hot Topics are brought to you by MyBookie. It's time for you to make some bread sports betting at MyBookie. If you haven't done it yet, stop wasting time. Place a bet. Lay down some money on all the biggest games in sports. we got the NBA playoffs going on right now. Uh, so, so, you know, do your thing at MyBookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers a little bit after the game starts. So join now. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM. That'll activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get your bread. That's all there is to it. All right, so speaking of the NBA playoffs, 
the thing that y'all should be betting on at mybookie.ag with the cold war room. Um, it's going to go down, you know, it, the, a lot of the series are underway. I think everybody's pretty much gotten two games in so far. So we'll start with the Bucks, the number one seed in the East versus the number eight seed, Miami Heat. They are tied at one game apiece. The biggest news in this series is that Giannis Antetokounmpo got hurt midway through game one. Heat actually took that game. He was questionable for game two, but right before the game, you know, was, was downgraded to out. So he missed game two, but the Bucks came out there and smashed him. They had a lead of 33 points at one point in the game. Um, what, what do y'all see going forward, especially if, you know, Giannis and that tailbone becomes an even bigger issue? Because I didn't really when, uh, think he was going to miss that game. I knew he was going to play, and then he didn't. When when we say what do we see going forward, are we speaking of the playoffs or are we speaking <laughs> of this particular series? This if it's yeah, just this particular this series. series. You know, with him oh, and the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks, Bucks. The Bucks and six. We even saw a Chris Middleton sighting. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been making his way back from whatever, and he's one of them type of dudes where I really don't think his game is predicated on athleticism. And when your game's not predicated on athleticism and you work skill-wise, I think he can get back to close to what he was. That being the case, they have enough talent. They're not an uber-talented roster, but they got enough talent that they're going to come out of this series. Listen, the Heat are based on as Jimmy Butler goes. And Jimmy Butler is a gangster, and we love him for being that. And he's and he's gonna he's gonna have some moments. He's gonna drop some buckets. He's gonna do some good things. But ultimately, the heat ain't the heat ain't hot, yo. The heat ain't Five hot. generations of gangsterdom. Yeah, he's <laughs> I think um, Tyler Tyler Hero is not healthy either, so that's really gonna hurt them. They're right, um, they, they, they good enough. Well, but they gonna have to beat them without they're gonna have to beat them without Giannis. But I think Giannis will be back, and the Bucks will you know make work of him. Yeah, 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 especially without Hero. You know, Hero. You know, he's not like a superstar or something like that. But, you know, like Jimmy said, I think the Bucks can beat them without Giannis, for me especially, because they don't have, you know, their, their gun off the bench and yeah. kind of hero. So. All right, so then we got yeah. the two-seed Celtics leading the seven-seed Hawks uh, two games to none. Doesn't really seem so far for there to be anything much to say about this. This is kind of what everybody thought. A lot of people thought this was going to be a sweep or, you know, at, at, at the very most, a gentleman's sweep of, of five games. And nothing we've seen so far, at least me, speak for myself, has said otherwise. Now, the Hawks do get to go home for the next two, so we can kind of see, um, you know, if anything changes there. But do you guys see anything changing? Uh, didn't you call this the Celtics in two and a half? Yeah, Celtics in two and a half. So they half a game. They half. They half a game away. I mean, once they go to halftime uh, down here in Atlanta, the next game is over. Yeah, it just cancels. Just canceled Christmas. Yo, I, I, I try not to, and and I don't. I don't want to come off this way. Effie, yes, I do. Ice tray whack, yo. He whack. <laughs> he coming in my young boy head, man. He, he whack. 
I mean, they're all grunge. I don't think this got nothing to do with him. The thing I don't to do with him, though, the Celtics are probably they're probably really the best team in the East. They won the league. I don't care. They got Ice Trey. Like they're they're just outmatched. They outmatch. It's it's two different classes of team. Yeah, I agree with that. The thing with Trey, I think it's it goes back to this this sentiment right here. There's only one. Allen Iverson. There is only one little five foot eleven dude who's going to drag a team, you know, as far as he did. I mean, and, and Trey has been to the conference finals, you know, give him kudos for that. But I say that in saying it's kind of difficult in today's day and age, even though it's positionless basketball, it's hard to have a little dude be the face of your franchise, no matter how good he is. And I think Trey Young is very good. I was about to say gone are the days. Those days were actually never really here where somebody that small could be the face of your franchise. Allen Iverson is different. So people cannot get their hopes and expectations up when when you're drafting dudes this size that early in the draft to be the face of your franchise. There's only one they wish they had. They wish, they wish they had Luke. They wish they had Luke. They know they they know they have to. They, they want I mean, look at home right. Look at home right now. So I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah he's still better. He's still way better than Trey. I know that. Only one shot. Okay. Me. One shot. All right. Um, the hometown number three, seventy sixers lead the Nets. Number six seeded Nets, two games to none. That series shifts tonight. Um, back up to Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn got a shot. Because it kind of seemed like Brooklyn gave Philly their best shot in the first half of game two. And being a Sixers fan, like even though the Sixers were down some and they were playing terribly, they couldn't play any worse and only had a five-point deficit at halftime. I never felt threatened as a fan in that game. Um, what do y'all see with this one? Brooklyn are, Brooklyn is overachievers, man. They overachievers. Yeah, yeah, they 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 about it, and 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 I feel sorry for them, and and I would like to apologize to Brooklyn, uh, to the players for for their management taking on uh, the contract that they took on and bringing bringing that. I want to apologize to Jacques Vaughn and Jacques Vaughn's beard for having to deal with you know what they got to do. Um, hey, I feel like I feel like they're also outclassed, but this game three will tell me a lot about the Sixers. Like if the Sixers come out yeah. aggressive, trying to put the nail in the coffin, that will tell me a lot about them. But sometimes the Sixers yeah. will like I just mentally, mentally they don't be there. Like they mess around, lose this game just because they not you know focused. So this game too will yeah. tell me about the Sixers and where they stand. Um, in terms of the Nets, yeah. their future is bright though. They got some nice young talent and they got more draft picks. They got so many draft picks between um all those trades of like you know Kyrie and Kevin like. So they got a bright future, yo, because they got players right there that can play now, and they they are overachievers, but they also got, um, you know, a ton of picks. So their future is bright. It is. I, I like I like some of the boys on their on their roster, but I think they were counting on something that wasn't there. Yeah, because the whole Mikel Bridges thing. I think Mikel Bridges is a great young player, probably better than I thought he would be at this point in his career. But I think sure. people started to hype that up a little bit. I think Mikael yeah. Bridges is going to be one of those dudes where he's going to be nice, but he's not going to be the type to be the number one option. Yeah. He on ain't a top dog. He ain't, yeah, 
Right, he's, he's, he's not a two. top dog type dude. He, 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 could, he could grow to a to a solid number two, and if he's your number three, he's a, he's a world beater. He's a world beater. I think that's his ceiling. I think that's what you. Yeah, I, I, I like I like that. Them dudes is them dudes is is cool, but basically what Jimmy's saying is is Joel going to to get emotional and show his mangina, or is he going to pull it out and lay it on the table? Right, and and for them, you know, Harden, like playoff Harden is already showing up. So um, I think the Sixers would be in their best interest to play hard as hell, try to get the series over with early. So, you know, Harden get some rest, you know, maybe some practice or maybe go see the Wizards in between series and get a heart. Got to go to the strip club. Yo, fan, I'm I'm hard-headed, yo, because I done cracked jokes on, on Bull, but I still didn't all the way believe that he was this this cat in playoff situations, I was hard headed. I done seen it in Houston, and I still gave him the benefit. Yo, what's wrong with Bull, man? Yeah. He, why big Why big moments do this to him, man? Why <laughs> what? I don't know, but we're gonna see if he can bounce back from that. What he had eight points last game. See if he can bounce back from that. Um. Yeah, I went and hooped out. I went and hooped at the playground. I feel good. I feel like I could get eight. I could get six. I could get six. All right, so we got a decent four or five matchup with the Cavs and the Knicks both tied up, one game apiece. Um, what's y'all thoughts on that one? These teams are as evenly matched as it's going to get. Yeah, it, it pretty much is, yo. Like, for me, my, my takeaway so far is I feel bad for Donovan Mitchell because, like, watching him play – Boy, special, but playing in Utah and in Cleveland does nothing for your brand. So I just feel sorry that, like, I feel sorry that, like, he'll never get taken as serious as he should because Boy is a Boy is an amazing talent. Um, Brunson, dog, like, he continues to impress me. Like, I'm like waiting for, uh, you know, the other shooter drop and him to like not be as good as he is, but he's a really solid player. Um, so I mean, it's a, it's just a very easy match series. Yeah, that's exactly the next thing I was about to say. I didn't want to admit that because it's pop was you know in our era, but yeah, it's pop. Yo, pop is young bull. Pop, pop was pop was the homie, but his pop kind of knew he, his pop knew he wasn't shit, and he made it where as far as he could. Cause he was humble about it. He was I humble. I mean, no, he but his pop, pop maximized his talent though. Maximized no, his talent like hundred percent. You know, so 100%. you gotta give him that. But his son, his son is a dog. His son is a dog. Like, yeah, his son is a dog. Like, and it's crazy. Yeah, he definitely is. I wonder how All right, then over in the West. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, you good, money. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, over in the West, we got the number one seeded uh, Nuggets leading the eighth seeded uh, Timberwolves two games to nothing. Um, Ant Man finally bounced back. He had a forty-one point game, but the dude he was guarding had forty as well, so it almost kind of canceled out. But um. You know, that's what they're going to need from him. Right now, Cat is playing like some Cat. You know, he really, really believes in his prowess as a three-point shooter, and I think that's all he thinks he is right now. People forget how talented and versatile Cat used to be, but now Cat is Cat. Y'all give the Wolves any shot to knock off the number one seed? No, nah, they done. Stick a fork in them. And, and the crazy part is Joker not even really, like, going crazy. Um, but your man, Jamal Murray, it is funny because watching the game, they made a big deal. Like, they're going to put Anthony Davis on Jamal Murray. And Jamal Murray's like, all right, cool. 
take this 40. And I was like, yo. Right. Like, Jamal Murray. Like, y'all going to do that for like, he did it in the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, he did it in the playoffs a couple of years ago, back in the bubble playoffs. And he went crazy on uh, – who was that? Him and they were going back and forth. That was also Donovan Mitchell, wasn't it? That was Donovan Mitchell when he was in the West. Yeah, they was yeah they was they was they was cooking each other and like so Jamal Murray got this thing where he just be going crazy some playoffs dog and he gave he gave Ann a forty piece you know what I mean mix of flats and drums but um yeah they done they just take the fork and mix 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 a and mix heard, of flat mix of flats and drums yeah dog and I, and I heard Barkley say something you know and I barely agree ever really agree with Charles Barkley he was like. Oh, he said, what did he say? He said, cat is just like wasted size. Like, you, you got an advantage over everybody on the floor, but you just out here jacking up threes. Like, you don't even post up no more. You don't even try. You don't even go drop to the basket. He just like, yo, I'm out here. I mean, not even against mismatches, against size mismatches. Like, he don't even care if he got a mouse in the house. He's going to go out to the perimeter and shoot. Yeah, he'd be like, well, it's a mouse. They can't block my shot, so I'm just going to shoot over him. Like, dog, like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> it's a shame. All right, so we got um, the number two-seeded Grizzlies and the number seven-seeded Lakers. They're tied at one game apiece. Uh, getting a little contentious in this, and we'll we'll talk more about that with our quote of the week. But, um, yeah, what, what do y'all think about this one? The, the Grizzlies came out – I mean, the Lakers came out, stole game one. Uh, John Morant got hurt. And game two, when a lot of people were thinking, oh, they don't have a shot without Ja, they they handled the Lakers pretty – I was about to say pretty easily. The Lakers did make – you know, they climbed back into the game late. It was probably a six-point game with a few minutes left, but it didn't really seem like it was that much, you know, resistance, that tough of a game for the Grizzlies. How y'all see this going forward, especially if Ja still can't play? We do know that this team plays very well without him. They have a winning record without him in the last season. Yeah, that's the point I was going to make. I mean, unfortunately, we were able to see them play a lot this season without Boyle because, you know, Boyle had his issues. You know what I mean? You know. Um, Uh So they do play very well with him. To me, this series goes – it's up to Anthony Davis whether the Lakers win the series. And that's just the bottom line to me. Game game one, he dominated a little bit. You know, then got a little hurt, but then came back and still played well. Um, Game two, he was, you know, tissue paper. Like, Boyle is – you know what I mean? Yeah, and, you, and that, as a Laker like, fan, I can I can imagine the Laker fans just hold their breath like the whole game while this dude's playing because every time he trip, like something happens. Yo, and that's the, the crazy part is Memphis has no answer for dude. Yo, the only person that can guard Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis because like some you know, right. last game he looked like he wasn't even there. He looked like he was in somewhere else. Like he was not into the game at all. Like he looked like he was thinking about right. Call of Duty or something. <laughs> Anthony Davis in the hospital. That's the two people that can guard him. There you go. All right. So, yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. Like, you know, there's a high standard for LeBron. But at this point, LeBron's LeBron. He's he's 38 years old. He's 20 years. And LeBron is always going to fill up the stat sheet. Now, the difference in this LeBron and prime LeBron is the stat sheet will be filled but you really, really have to kind of go on context of whether he played great or not because, like I said, we, LeBron has that mastered. He's going to get his numbers regardless. But, you know, sometimes, you know, he's getting his numbers, but it's not really doing anything towards getting a win. So you really need Anthony Davis to step up. Shit, their best two players in this series so far have been Rui Hachimura and, and Austin Reed. <laughs> Yo, Japanese, Japanese boy, yo, Japanese boy can get it done. Yo, 
and the good thing about that B is they did it on the road because you usually can expect your your role players to play good at home and they're going back home. So maybe you can get another two good games out of dudes like that, but you can't depend on that every night. So like Jimmy said, AD got to step it up, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I was like, no. where'd we go? I was yeah. waiting for Dad to go. I was waiting for you to go. I was waiting for you to go to the next series. I was about to. I thought <laughs> B had something to say. So I can go to the next series, uh, which is the three seated Kings versus the six seated defending champion Golden State Warriors. Kings are up two games to nothing. Draymond Green and got himself suspended again for uh, stomping on the chest of Demonis Sabonis. Um, so they're going into game three at the Chase Center and in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, that they're glue. So what what do y'all can think I, of all, just, before y'all talk about what y'all think is gonna happen? What do y'all think about the suspension? Now y'all think Draymond should have got a, a suspension for that? No. I'm more I I'm more upset they kick E forty out. I'm more upset they kick E forty out of the uh, the arena. That's that's kinda what got me heated. Like I don't care about Draymond. But, but, <laughs> but, I mean, yo, but I think that, um, Draymond felt Draymond fell for the banana in the tailpipe pause. Like like you're you're you are Draymond, so you look at it a different way. And the Kings have been doing like little dirty right. stuff when you like watch it back, but you can't react that way because you're Draymond. Like so, to me, he 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 took the bait. Yo, right. There's certain mm-hmm. there's certain people, there's certain people that they pseudo they pseudo represent the things that I I I love and enjoy about competitive greatness and sports. That would be uh, the bull that just got traded to the Bulls, knucklehead bull that make a whole lot of noise, Patrick Beverly. That would be Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jones. And Draymond fits into that category for me now. Like, he, they say all the right things. They act tough. They do a Can't really control himself. <laughs> but they can't. They, a, they can't control themselves. And B, they just dump. Like, it's not, it's not fly or tough for somebody to get under your skin that much, and you be talking. You talk so much, and you talk so tough, and then this type of stuff happens. Like, no, man, I, I don't give them like a pass. with impulse yeah. issues, though. No, yeah. I, I mean, like, because I like Sabonis, Sabonis got a tech for grabbing the leg, so he definitely started and instigated because you hear all the, you know, protection. It's like, well, how he get ejected and, and suspended, and, and Sabonis didn't. I mean, because it was something worthy of attack. He grabbed his leg, Draymond. You know, you really can't tell because you also see people arguing about how hard the stomp was and this and that. I mean, you can't really tell. These dudes, I mean, Draymond, like, six seven, six eight, two forty. 240. Like, even if he didn't stomp him out hard, the shit still might have hurt it. I'm hurt it. Oh, God. I'm sounding like <laughs> a, It still might have hurt. But at the same time, you know, Sabonis, so, so he going to get his Oscar for that. I mean, he even went to the hospital. They're talking about he got a sternum contusion or something like that. Either way, Draymond can't get baited into that kind of stuff because y'all man Joe Dumars, I guess he's in the front office of the NBA on the punishment committee or something like that because he was out explaining why they felt the need to suspend Draymond. And it was, you know, the retaliatory act, um, 
played a factor. The reputation. How he acted afterwards while the referees were deliberating and how he was jawing back and forth with the fan, the fans. And what they didn't tell you is that Adam Silver was in the crowd that night, so he acted mm. an ass after the whole thing happened. And then um, they based it on his past history. He's a repeat offender. So, you know, sometimes yeah. you can't argue with that. You've got you to gotta control yourself, man. They need you. I mean, he may have cost them, you know, one of the yeah. more popular championships in recent years or maybe ever. You know, the, the Cleveland coming back from yeah. 3-1. You can lay some of that on the on the hands of Draymond. Yes, you can. Draymond. I mean, but this is this is who God in the throat, This is Jay. who he is, though. This is who he is, though. Like you know, you got this. This is part of dealing with him being a, a huge member of your organization. Like so, he fell for the banana in the tailpipe. Shock is a bonus, as as uh, the ladies say online. Um, he understood the assignment, so he went yeah. and fell out, went to the hospital. Like he knew exactly what he was doing. Like he did what he was supposed to. So. His dad or Vetus called him and gave him instructions. <laughs> Listen, Flop man, instructions. With all that being said, um, the Kings, though, you got to get them credit because their backcourt been cooking the, they're cooking the Warriors. Like, they hooping. You know, so yeah, they hooping. They balling. Then, you, know, they then you, got the ball, you got the ball HB over there. I mean, he ain't necessarily doing much. I just wanted to say HB. <laughs> so inside. <laughs> Yo, Yo, you can't get a two letter. You can't get a two letter nickname and be him. He's not even hard enough <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to be H. Yo, but the funniest no. thing, he H B because he pick up all the tabs at the restaurants. Yeah, that's because he been stealing. He been stealing money the longest. But yo, the funny thing is, and I know Dad hates <laughs> it, but like the playoffs, the playoffs, dog. You play well in the playoffs. It just does something for your like. Brand and 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 your uh, status in the league because oh, yeah. the talk around the, the talk around De'Aaron Fox after like two games has went to like yo he gonna be an MVP candidate next year like I've seen that like I'm yo dog he won a he won a hope. new award this year one that we didn't give picks on because I'm like what the hell is that he won like clutch player, player of the right? year award like is that yeah but, uh, <laughs> yeah like like so it's crazy how. This playoff stage, and he's dumb. He don't. I mean, he did what he's supposed to. But what? He's gonna be exalted next year. Like he's gonna be that guy. And yeah, the funny thing is, last ball. point. Last point I wanna make is I forgot how rabid the Sacramento fans have, uh, are because they haven't been good that long. Because like, we ain't seen them. But I do remember. Right. Yeah, I remember. I remember them back in the like Weber Doug Christie days. They used to go crazy. Remember the uh, the cowbell days? They used to be drawing with yeah. the cowbells on on national TV. Yeah, I I, I forgot they had that kind of energy. Now they lighting the beam. They shooting lasers up to space, probably waking up aliens. We're gonna get alien invaded over in California because of the the, the kinks. But and that's um, gonna be Draymond's fault. Yeah. So do y'all think that series is over? Yeah, I think it may go I don't I, think I, I, I don't I, think it's over, but I don't think I don't think the Suns are winning. I mean not I'm sorry. The Warriors aren't winning. It's the King's run, they are the champs, right? So you gotta, you gotta, gotta, you gotta, put some spec on, on, on Steph Namer, no. Put some spec on his name. Yeah, like it, they're, it, they're the champs. It, it ain't, it ain't about Steph. Like yo, I, I, you know, I love the babyface assassin, Chef Curry. Like yeah, yo, that, that, I'm giving him respect by saying it's gonna go six or seven, but he can't do <laughs> that it. Is <laughs> that is the respect factor. That is the respect. Them dude, he's dragging around but, him and, and lightweight Clay. They dragging around some bums. That roster is not what it once was. They're getting well, older. Well, Poole got all that money, and he not 
he not swimming yo. right now. Like, yo, yo, that's because he be out there thinking. He be out there tricking. He be out there tricking. But yo, yo here's my thing. Yo, yo, he is but yo, he is booty butt cheeks right now in this series. Yo, here, here's my thing about that I pointed out. The, the, yeah. Pretty much, the the Warriors are missing one piece of their team that they had last year, and that is their assistant coach, who is now the head coach of the Kings, the Honorable Mike Brown. Mm. Like so, mm. I mean Mike Brown. The yeah, Honorable. We got put some respect. In, we got we, we got to put some respect in his name. We've been we've been calling him uh, yo, PowerPoint Mike yo, for uh, so many years. Yo, we've been slandering we've been slandering Bull so long. I, I feel like he. The slander helped hey. him. Like he came through, he came through our slander to get to where he is. So you can't help. Yeah, him. I mean, at some point he had to turn interview skills into coaching skills. So shout out to him, <laughs> man. Yeah, I mean, people I need, need us kinda, though. They need people like us, man, to tell them the truth. They, people don't need yes men. Yes men so, don't do nothing so for you. He, so what like you're us. saying is, the I'm point, responsible for Mike. Talk talk some of Mike Conley. They say they go to bad guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm responsible for some of Mike Conley's bread, and he needs to cut us a check. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so last one, last but not least, the number, the four seeded Suns and the five seeded Clippers are tied at one game apiece. Uh, we already know there was no Paul George in this series. There might be a chance that he can play late in the series if it goes that far. But some breaking news came down today, and Kawhi Leonard is now out with a strained knee or a load management knee. Whatever you want to, however you want to look at it, but they're going into Game Three, and all they got left is Russ. Russ got to pull out a vintage performance to try to beat the Suns with KD, Booker, and the and the ghost of, of CP3. Do y'all think Russ can can pull one out while he waits for his homies to come back? I hope, I hope so. You know, I'm root, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for me too. I'm rooting for him too. Fight yeah, well, I, yeah, well, well, I, I want him to win this series by himself. Yeah. We all look he want Russ to do well because we feel like Russ has been unfairly pooped on. Um thing about it is though, it's it's so a shame that he was being pooped on when he like, was nice. So now that he you I mean, know, a little wild and trash too, yeah. like everybody be yo, acting like I got, told you. Yo, like, yeah, he wasn't always nice. My man my man got pooped on in his prime at for averaging a triple double. But anyway, listen, crazy part is <laughs> I my takeaway from this series so far is that yo, when the when Kawhi plays Yo, he probably a top three player. I watched this dude. When he plays, it's like, yo, yo he is dumb nice. Yo. But, yo, he just, he just, he just don't, don't play. like the play. Yo, I don't he even really don't, want to he like, clearly don't I don't like even want to like Kawhi. Yo, he is dumb nice. It's like, like yo, I forget yeah. because we don't see him that often, so I often forget. But then when he plays, Ooh. he's like, yo, this is probably the – he's like, yo, is he the best player in the league? But then what happened? That's what, I mean, yeah, remember, yeah. before he – you know, when he made that move to the Clippers, people were – he was starting to be recognized as the best player in the league. But yeah, then but he, you know, he's like, you know, I don't want to be the best player in the league because I don't want to play that much in this league. I want to get my check. Yo, boy, don't even like basketball. Yo, imagine being that talented or something, just not liking it. Hey, that boy, like, Michael, Doctor, like, he got all kinds yeah, of, he, he you know, yo. old heads in he his different. game. But he different, yo. He, he play on both ends of the floor. And then what's he do? After, yeah. after showing me that for two games, what'd he do? Sit out the next one. All right, so we're rooting for Russ, but do we got a shot, a shot at this? Probably no, not. not really. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. All right, not so we'll really. see, man. Um, I think uh, game three of that series is tonight as well. All right, so look, man, let's give out our NBA awards real quick, man. 
Um, we only do the major categories here. I will give uh, the three finalists in each category. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to stick to the finalists. Um, some of these awards have been given out already. So if y'all say, well, how are you picking him if he already got it? It's because we don't care who got it. This is who we think should get it. So um, let me give the finalists, and then, you know, we can we can do what we do. Coach of the Year finalists. The aforementioned Mike Brown. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce the dude's name from um, OKC. We're going to call him Mark D. Um, Joe Mazzula from the Celtics, sixth man of the year. Malcolm Brogdon, Bobby Portis, Emmanuel Quickly, rookie of the year. Paolo Banquero, uh, Walker Kessler, um, Jalen Williams, most improved player, Jalen Brunson, SGA, Larry Markinen. Defensive Player of the Year, Jaron Jackson Jr., Brooke Lopez, Evan Mobley, and MVP finalists are Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, and the Joker, the three dudes who are pretty much the three finalists <laughs> every year right now. Uh, so who want to go first? Or y'all want me to go first? It don't even matter. I'm, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I can remind you. All right, so Coach of the Year, Mike Brown. Six-man broadcast. Mike Brown. Jalen uh, most improved player SGA, defensive player of the year, um, Jackson, Jan Jackson, MVP. Um, although I honestly think that it should go to Giannis, I think JoJo will win. Okay, I'll go. Um, coach of the year, yo, I was all Mike Brown in this until I forgot about what the boy Mark D and the Oklahoma City Thunder did because Oklahoma City Thunder, remember, they don't have their prize rookie, the the white boy, the Chet Chet. Holmgren that everybody probably forgot about, and people were still thinking. I know I did. Okay, they're they're going to tank I this season. People now. thinking they're still tanking for picks, and they're and they and they get into the you know the playing situation, almost make the playoffs. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Mark D with that one. But shout out to Mike Brown and with Sacramento. The only reason I picked him over Mike Mike Brown is because Sacramento has been that team that they've been telling us to watch out for for the past couple of years. And, you know, he finally got them to that point. So, shout out to both of them. Shout out to Joe Mazzula, too, man. Good season. But um, Celtics are the Celtics. So, we, we, we don't – because they were in the finals last year, I really don't know how good you really are. Uh, sixth man of the year. Um, Emmanuel Quickly and Malcolm Brogdon have almost identical stats. Malcolm Brogdon's shooting stats are a little bit better. All three of these dudes average 14 Point something a game. Um, the two guards average point fourteen point nine, about the same amount of assists, same amount of rebounds. I took Emmanuel quickly. Quickly, the difference being, he played eighty one games. So you know, what he did for the Knicks probably weighed in a little more because they probably needed it <laughs> throughout eighty one games. He was there night in and night out doing his thing. So I, I took quickly rookie of the year, uh, Bancato. Uh, shout out to the other cats. Most improved player. I went Laurie Markinen because, you know, SGA was already nice. He may have just entered the realm of star this year. Um, Jalen Brunson, he was good, but now it's looking like that contract that everybody thought was a lot might actually be a steal. But Laurie Markinen, how many of us left him for dead? I know I did. I left both for dead, and he hooped Yo. this year. Um Yo. Defensive Player of the Year, Jaron Jackson Jr. And my MVP, I'm going to go with uh, JoJo. Yes, sir. 
that's that's a, that's a that's a good that's a good list. I mean, we all pretty much sway the same way, but yo, Mike Brown, based on what I've said about him, my conscience wouldn't let me uh pick anyone but him. I feel like I owe him. Um yeah. the bull Joe Missoula. Because when people yo, thought he was all right, we was trashing him. <laughs> we, so we, he we went from our trash can into the Because yeah. remember yo, Mike Brown been but he had Joe, Joe Mazzulla withstood, he was able to withstand the uh, gender war between uh, black men and black women and white <laughs> folks sending uh, a black woman at him uh, for no reason to discredit him and poop on him. So, yo, you get a, a double honorable mention for uh, being able to withstand Malika. Um, so salute to him. Six man, I want Malcolm Brogdon. Um, Rookie of the year, I really don't Brogdon think Brogdon can ball. He's just so corny. Yeah, he <laughs> he ain't corny as shit, but he can ball. I don't think there's any other person other than Paulo, like, that you could – like, it's got to be him. And I tried not to pick him for reasons that have nothing to do with basketball, but, yo, both nice, man. Um, <laughs> most improved player, yo, I know who Laurie Markinen is. But who is Laurie Markman, man? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yo, who gives thing is The thing is, like, when he was drafted, this is what he was supposed to be, but he was yeah. nowhere near it. He was trash. He was a bust. He was, he was triggity for many a season. So salute to him. Uh, Jaron Jackson, defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Kind of gay that to you because I know your pops and used to hoop with him. A little bit of nepotism. Um, Pop ain't play no uh, defense though. Like he get that Pop from play no defense. Yo, where he get all that from? Definitely not. Pop was actually a shooter. <laughs> Pop was definitely a shooter. Um, salute, Joel. I got you, brother. Should be yours. Uh, honorable mention to Ante Tacumpo. Uh, <laughs> much as Jimmy and I argue, we have some of the same leanings. So there's no way I was voting for the Joker, even if he was older. Uh, so that's that's it for me, man. Joe, stop campaigning. Uh, all right. Let well, let's happen. go. Um, Jimmy, cue that quote of the week up. We're going to go to our quote of the week. Uh, my quote of the week is from Dylan Brooks. A few words that he had about the Kang after game two. Um, just want to get y'all thoughts on our quote of the week. My fault, yo. I'm trying to <laughs> Yo, I got you, though. Shout out to Dylan Brooks, yo. Blog talk, be drawing. I had it ready. My bad, yo. Yeah. We'll discuss afterwards. Yo. I think this is disrespectful or whatever. Yo, what? Oh, here we go. Let's get it. There are some people, players <laughs> yeah. are making that run. They get it to 14. You and LeBron have that exchange. There are people out there that say maybe maybe you shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. What, I guess what what were you thinking? I don't care. He's old. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I was waiting for that. I was expecting him to do that game four, game five. He wanted to say something when I got my fourth foul. Um, he should have been saying that earlier on. Um, but, you know, I quote Bears. Um, I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. Um, so um, I pride myself on, you know, what I do is defense and taking on any challenge that's on the board. 
So, uh, what do y'all think about that? A lot of people are appalled, um, thinking, you know, how you disrespecting LeBron like that. You know, can he do that? Is he a good enough player to do that? Y'all got any issues with the stuff that he said about LeBron? You know, I, no. I, 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 I shouldn't, I should not, I should not have an issue with it. And I'm going to have more of an issue with LeBron if he don't go out there and put 40 on his head. Well, you know LeBron don't think like that. He ain't Kobe or guy, Mike. That's what they going to do. LeBron might make sure they win. But Kobe would have shot 60 times to score 60, and I wouldn't have cared because it still would have been 60. Mike would have gave him 70 so, and probably so kicked him in the nuts. A couple things. Dylan Brooks yeah, has somehow made himself relevant in the NBA while being mid just because he's, you know, he's yapping. So salute to him because he can get paid. <laughs> Because he's about to be, like, he's 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 leading off sports center. He's yeah. trending on, like, so he's made himself he's made himself into someone who people know who he is, with a mid game, and I don't mean mid, I don't mean jump shot either. I mean just mid. But I mean, you know, he plays he plays hard, but he's an agitator, right? He said that I poked the bear. Here's what's interesting to me, right? I want to see how LeBron responds. But I'm not looking at LeBron to go out and score forty because fact of the matter is right. that works into Memphis's favor if LeBron goes out there and tries to score forty. And right. Dylan Brooks is also lucky, not stupid. He knows that if I, if I if I say these things and LeBron goes into like you know, um, mode where he's just so aggressive, that doesn't favor the Lakers. They have no answer for AD. So the focus is going to be LeBron trying to score forty. Memphis going to win. So it's yeah. kind of smart on Dylan Brooks' behalf. Like he, he's 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 doing what he has to do. He's playing a mental game to help his team. Uh, I, I, and that's I, exactly I it. LeBron that. going out and trying to score is not going to help the Lakers. LeBron has to get his in the flow because LeBron has to control everything else that happens on the team. So if he goes out and lets this dude get in his head, then he's mentally weaker than, I, you know, anybody I, expected. I, I, I respect all that, and it is very mature basketball mind. It's spiritually mature. You brothers are mature. The guys that I looked up to, the guys. But – what I'm they trying to tell you is not about maturity. He ain't one of them guys. It's smart. It's if LeBron no, get right. first of all, if LeBron get the force in, it's not going to be ugly. LeBron's game is predicated on getting right. stuff within the flow. Kobe, Mike, their game is predicated on pushing the pushing the gas pedal and, and busting your ass. So that's nothing for them to go out and say, "I'm gonna give you 40 and do it." I think if LeBron do that, he's gonna mess the game up for them dudes. Um. As far as the comments, I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm not going to front. Dylan Brooks has has started to get on my nerves a little bit, but at the same time, I'd be a hypocrite because I've always liked that kind of talk. Like, do what y'all got to do to make the game interesting. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really have a problem with it, and I don't think LeBron is above, you know, trash talk or or anything like that. But I I I will say this. I just didn't see dudes doing this, you know, to, to some of them other dudes, that's a balk. Um, yeah, I, I so just, it's, it's interesting I, the way also, some of these dudes feel comfortable with disrespecting Bron, but but I ain't mad at it. I mean, it's also a different it's also a different time. They be trying to go viral, right? Because first off, my my only problem with boys like why you gotta look so zesty when you say these things? Like that's also part of it too. <laughs> these, dudes, these dudes be trying to make social media, man. Social media has changed everything in sports, dog. Everything. Nice. And this is all part of it. Like he knew what he was doing. He knew he knew the right words to say, the right thing. He he was waiting to say this. 
Yeah. I mean, and they, but the, the difference is they usually say these things if you say it on social media. So, so it was refreshing to see somebody actually say a quote out of their mouth that we didn't have to get from their keyboard, you know, in a, in a Twitter screenshot. So, so I, I, like I said, I ain't mad at it, but, you know, maybe not giving him 40 or 50, but I expect LeBron to put some pressure on him at some point during the game, you know, so we'll see how, we'll see how that breaks down. So, um, our stat of the week, uh, ironically, since I'm standing out here at a, at a at a youth baseball game, our stat of the week, man, another amazing Tony Gwynn stat. Willie Mays, who's one of the greatest of all time, was a 301 hitter and lifetime hitter in the big leagues. Yo, Tony Gwynn was a lifetime 302 hitter with two strikes. <laughs> with two that's strikes, insane. Tony Gwynn hit 302. Come on, yo. That's insane. What's wrong with him? That's bonkers. We hammering these dudes. We just got to end the park home run. That's just insane, bro. I mean, at this point, man, let's just skip to what happened while y'all were on the Grizz Naive, man. And um, right. that is brought to, you, that's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies, digitalextremetech.com. I'll call 267-205-4203. And go, yeah, only a couple things, man. Um, First is uh, DeMar Hamlin has been cleared to play. Um, that was pretty fast, considering Boyd died a couple months ago. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I didn't mean to laugh at that. Would y'all play if y'all were him? I mean, you know what a football player is going to do, what he's going to say. I mean, we get to look at it from a different perspective, you know, not being a part of that life, just thinking how we think. Would y'all play again after you, you know, uh, after they had to snatch well, you back from the Grim Reaper on the middle on national no, TV? I'm, I'm becoming an influencer and not taking hits to the head. I ain't playing no more. I was going to say, because he, you know, even because a lot of people are going to be like, well, that's his livelihood. But in today's day and age, he can turn dying on the field into riches. Easily. <laughs> without having exactly. to go out there and do that again. Exactly. You really can. Y'all know that. Him. He can turn that into riches I'm without listening. having to do that I'm again. Becoming, I'm, I'm him. I'm becoming an influencer. I'm showing up at every stadium on Sunday, just raising my hand, getting a standing ovation. Like, I'm never yeah. playing again. Exactly. Yo. But instead of, you that, know, paying that, to get into that, the games, that, you pay them games answer. for you to come in. My my answer is forty something me, twenty something me would probably be like, nah, I'm gonna play again. Forty something me is like, hell no, I'm a, the only <laughs> exercise I'm gonna get is at the gym and coital with these toots. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Only one more story to tell you want to run, man. Dave, let me test my heart with you. Let me test my heart. Let me put my hey yo. Um, other story is man, Eagles star quarterback Jalen Hurts signed a five-year, two hundred and fifty-five million-dollar contract. A lot of it's guaranteed. Um, he's a wealthy man at this point. Uh, contract negotiated by you know the young lady who shot the crazy part is like they told the story how she became his agent. She shot him a DM, and you know we here. So what else she shooting? Nah, I mean that. Hey, yo, patriarchy. <laughs> yo, yes, this like, is what, what oh, I got to say about that, because when it first came down, a lot of Eagles fans were pissed. But this deal, as far as flexibility for the team to stay competitive around him, is is, is a work of art. Shout out to Howie. But most of all, shout out to the owner, though, because Howie did his thing. And he's always been a master capologist, even when, you know, we know he's trashed at, at, at early round drafting. He's always been a master of the cap. And the thing about this contract, 
like I said, the owner has to have a major part in this because the way it's structured, the owner has to be willing to give up a chunk of money in the form of bonuses to make it work. Now he's getting 179 million in guarantees. I think it starts with like a $110 million signing bonus. And he gets another chunk uh, next season. Um, his cap hit, his cap hit for next, for this upcoming season is only $6 million. His cap hit for the season after that and the season after that is in the 20 million range. And then his cap season uh, I mean, his cap number for the final year of the contract is $31 million. Take that in comparison to Daniel Jones, where his cap hit is going to be like starting in the 20s, going to the 30s, and it's going to be $51 million by the time that contract is up. Now, we know Daniel Jones is never going to see that year where he's going to get $51 million, but the Eagles were able to do this in only five years with a quarterback that they think is going to be there for the long term. So this is like a thing of beauty because you can, you know, still make the team pretty competitive around them. At the end of the day, $255 million is $255 million, So <laughs> it's still going to take work and some chess moves to do what you got to do. But they made it real easy on themselves. So I'm not mad at it. The only thing, I'm like, damn, that's, that's a huge contract for somebody who really only has one year skin in the game as far as proving himself. But – I mean, but he also, he also he also squats six hundred pounds though. Yeah, he, he definitely do, and you know, automatic on the quarterback's knee. So <laughs> yeah, man. So anyway, man, that's what happened while you on the just naive, man. Let's get it out of here, man. Doug Tulsa happened this day in sports history. This is a very short show. We said that coming in, but tell us happened this day in sports history. Yes, sir. And I'm out of here right after this, fellas. This day in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what book that is. Y'all know who the hell wrote it. So make sure you go to warroomsports.com or sportsthebook.com and get it if you don't already have it. April 20th, 2008, John Danica Patrick driving for Andretti Green Racing wins the Indy Japan 300 at Twin Ring Motegi. That made her the first female driver in history to win an IndyCar Series race. So shout out to Danica um, shout out to Japan and their 300 and shout out to you brothers and shout out to all the listeners, supporters, and fans. I am out of chair and I'll holler at y'all. All right. Peace. Um, I think Tobias here. Before we get out of here, let me get Tobias. Jim, Jim, Jim. Peace, peace. Yo. <laughs> peace, God. Peace, God. Shout out to the Woo. Peace, peace. Peace, God. All right. Tobias, let's get Tobias on real quick before we get out of here. Tobias, what's up, good brother? Hey, roll tide, gentlemen. How's it going, good brothers? All right, man. You know, we get getting man. out here early today, man. You know, man, we're we taking just, a half we just, day, so. We ending the cypher. We ending the cypher early, God. Hey, the I see y'all pulling a Kawhi low manager again. Oh, Question oh, yeah. about him, oh, right? Yeah. Should the Clippers go ahead and trade him this summer if someone wants to take him? Because he ain't healthy. He's never, he's never he's not healthy. He always going to miss games because he has health problems. He ain't won nothing. Maybe it's time to cut bait. I mean, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because what does that do for the rest of your squad? You know, um, uh, playoff P, that's like his, uh, you know, that's like his sickle fan. He's going to want to leave too. Good. We get we get more we get more for him, <laughs> you know. Uh, hey, we'll gladly give up Zach Levine for playoff P, if I'm just saying that right now. Uh, but – you know, but one thing, I know people, I missed part of getting a haircut, but 
I see the media caper for Draymond here. I'm like, yeah, Sabonis grabbed his ankle, but that means he had to do the eight-town stump on the dude, <laughs> you know, and go WWE wrestler here in the crowd in front of the commissioner. And he has a history. Uh, yeah, you know, Dray- Draymond, Draymond is a member. Draymond is a member of the media, so that you know that's the, he's their guy now. Hey, Jimmy, here's the other thing, right? If that was the bonus that stepped on Draymond, would, would the media be capable for the bonus? No, they'd be trying to deport him. But Draymond, he was on the ground. He's a champion. And I'll say this also. Clay fans are going to hate me. Draymond fans are going to hate me. If Steph Curry was never drafted on the Warriors, went to the Timberwolves, neither one of them would have been, would have been a Hall of Fame, right? Would be a Hall of Famer. Let's just keep it a buck. Uh, they, they, they hitched on the right wagon. But one of, one, of, one of the gentlemen you mentioned is not a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Draymond shouldn't be, but they're going to put him in. Uh, oh, he's, but, oh, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's going, but he shouldn't be. For, but, the, triple, but the crazy for part triple is. Single, for triple yep. single? Hey, hey, some of these guys got in, he's getting in. But, you know, but it, take it away from the Kings. Because even Draymond Dickens said they're the better team. And, uh,. And we got to shout out Mike Brown also because I need to ask Court and Fred, does that mean LeBron had a great coach now? Uh, you know, he got the Kings to the playoffs in his first year for the first time since George W. Bush was in office. Get him. Get him, Yeah, yeah I just got to bring that up. But one thing also about this playoffs, right, it's matchups, right? It's all matchups. Because I thought I bet, I bet on the Kings to beat the Warriors. And I also bet on uh, the Lakers to win because it had a size advantage. But and everybody's mad at Dylan Brooks in the media. I'm like, no, let them keep talking. We need conflict in the NBA. We need some buttholes. We need some characters. Everybody, we don't need everybody to staff each other up all the time. We need some conflict. Conflict sells. Conflict makes things yeah. more interesting. It's like Vince, you know, Vince McMahon, man. Vince McMahon changed sports, man. Yes, because you remember, it was like back in the day, the Bulls and the Pistons hate each other. People wanted to watch. Even though those Heat and Knicks games were terrible basketball, right? But people wanted to watch the conflict. You know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Dylan Brooks Dylan Brooks has decided he's going to be a heel. And sometimes he goes too far in, in trying to play the role, but I understand it. He's going to make himself a lot of money doing that. Yeah. Hell, Draymond did. Draymond be straight cussing out these refs. They won't give him a tag. <laughs> you know, but, uh, don't ask me how. But it's just – and by the way, my last thing, I know you guys got to run. Uh, if I was Damar Hamlin's parents, I'd be like, hey, son, you can't come back. But even though his doctors cleared him, Buffalo has to let him play. Stay on their watch. It's kind of like – you remember with, like, LaMarcus Aldridge and his heart stuff, and they're like, what's this, Chris Bosch? with the blood clots and the heat won't put them out there because they didn't want anything yeah. bad to happen on their watch. And and my thing is, son, you got a college degree. You probably got some connections also with all this. That's life. It's just like with Tua. He thought he could contemplate retirement. If that was my son, I would have told him to retire. You know, because yeah, he got connections also. At this point, at the point, these point, they grown men. So even if they, even if they, their families, their families may have told them that, but we won't know that because they grown men. They gotta make their own decisions. Yeah, yeah. But it's like this. My thing is, at least that he would know as a father, 
hey, I'm not a dad because I wear rubber, so I don't want to pay child support. But anyway, uh, you know, but uh, I would have been like, at least they know I would have said, hey, you know, I don't think it's a good idea with those concussions because they knew he had, they still put him out there. Because what, what, what's going to happen if Tua gets another concussion, he's out, they just get another quarterback in there, and the beat keeps on rolling. This but is true. I'll let, you guys, I'll let you guys get to it, man. Hey, you guys have a All good right, one, man. I'll talk to you all next week. Talk to you next week. Absolutely, good brother. Appreciate you. No doubt, man. All right. So, man, we getting out of here, man. Bottom line, shout out to everybody. We out of here early. Everything we do can be found at wolverinsports.com. Sports the book can be found at wolverinsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. And we'll see you chumps on Tills Nye. All the blueprint, yo. Every Thursday, six to eight, they do this. Shout out to Dev, PJ, Be Austin, Doc Bay on replay. WarRoomSports.com. Get that mobile app. It's not dialed. Three, two, three, fourteen, double twelve. They be going and you sensitive then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, the tough sports. Showtime like magic in the block push. Looking alive, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop dollars, pit stop knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Corporate secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a G flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beef mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. World of sports. War Room Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.